Yes, indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Blush Mode 800%. And like we always do about this time, I'd like to welcome you all to Miss Octavia Blush herself. Hello. What's blushing? Blushing, that is the lifestyle, and we in Blush Mode 800%. Yes, indeed. Back. Back again like we never left for part two of Blushing with the pandemic. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, we left off speaking of how we made it through the pandemic, how we blushed through the pandemic. Just on the surface, we really didn't dig in. We didn't didn't go below the surface to explain in some sort of detail all the things that were required in order to blush through the pandemic, so to speak. So, right off top, one thing that sticks out to me is with the nature of the pandemic and the things that were going on, religion, uh, faith, belief, trust, all of those things were very uh, necessary. What what's, what's your take on how you attack those things or how you embody those, those standards in order to blush through the pandemic? That's a great question. I believe that religion is very important. So with us being... Um, churchgoers as they say and we love music and we love the whole entertainment of you know being involved in church and helping and all those things we couldn't do those anymore so our church first offered um youtube they had one for the kids and one for the adults and it was you know it was a nice service but i just felt that i wanted and needed a little bit more to keep me focused on my assignment mm-hmm. so I could get the message and so I could get those messages that I needed to get without getting bored or wandering off into something else. So I ended up finding a different church on YouTube that I actually grew to love, became an online member of, support any way I can. And they actually were doing um, church different. Because of the pandemic, they were doing and incorporating a lot of different things Um that were needed to keep my attention and keep me interested, keep me focused, um, so I could get the word. So that's what I used was um, scriptures, you know, um, prayer lines, uh, prayer groups, you know, reading the word, really focusing on what the word was saying, not taking it and making it what I wanted it to be, and really sharing a lot of those with um, our family because we had got out of our routine and going to church and learning about God was a huge part of our routine. So I definitely knew that with everything going on in the pandemic, we needed that structure. We needed that familiar thing. And that one thing that my grandmother told me would outlast anybody, anything was God. So I absolutely um, used her advice. that makes sense and I and speaking from my experience as well and I'm glad that we can speak on this now with uh with a light heart and with um heartfelt uh intentions and feelings is that we we did survive the pandemic or we we did blush through the pandemic and the online church was instrumental in that and the next thing that was a challenge that I'm sure a lot of our listeners would be able to agree with is the status of your career, the 
the the way that careers has shifted, a lot of careers or jobs were eliminated, a lot of things transitioned, and that was a thing for families. I know for us it was, so speak to that, how you had – head started or I'll say how you kind of commandeered our situation with the career changes you were very adamant about us not losing ourselves in the pandemic and I'm glad that we started with the church aspect of it because that kind of is the foundation for all of the topics we're going to speak of so career work career environment career dive into it (laughs) career what career my career was completely on hold. We shut down. If anybody went in the salons, it was punishable. So um, we didn't have any way to make money per se as our number one way that we earn money in the, in the beauty industry, at least for me and my friends. It also was an interesting thing because we had to uh, – offer uh, social distancing we have to incorporate all new things in order to keep everyone safe and everyone still trying to get the services and get out and get back to normal things so we were the last segments to open up Um, they even had to create unemployment for us so for those of y'all who didn't know um, all the benefits that came with the government in the different states had to be created for self-employed people because there wasn't and unemployment for people that were self-employed. It didn't make sense to have that, so they had to incorporate that. So we had to wait on the laws to be created and then the, um, go out to each state, and then you start setting up for your um, for your unemployment for gig workers, what they called it. So our state, Missouri, was we did a good job in getting the numbers down, but at first we wasn't even a part of that because there wasn't no need for us to call because we didn't have any benefits available. So just um, learning how to get your documents, you had to have a business card, you had to have all this stuff that we wasn't digitally ready to have because I had been digital as far as setting up appointments. So I hadn't had business cards or I just had like um, no cards or things that I would take notes on. So I had got out of business cards and a lot of the day-to-day paperwork because I wanted to be more greener in the salon. So finding these things, incorporating these things, coming up with different things and um, information we could use to qualify and then getting a qualification was a whole process within itself. So the salons were empty and were closed and we would check on them. But our main jobs as far as me was being at home because in the service industry, you tend to take care of people. So being of service at home is what I started to do until da, 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 they incorporated teaching. And I had a daughter in, that was a junior when the pandemic started and a daughter in elementary school. Had I known I was going to be this type of teacher, I would have did a lot more practicing because I was not ready for the digital world with parenting. Come to find out, Kennedy was able to do um, like a schedule where she went to school some days and she stayed home some days and then Cameron was completely home. So that's our baby girl. And it was weird and crazy and wild, but we were doing it. And then came the more structure. The schools ended up having more curriculums. You know, they ended up using going on to a zooms and so it got to be real school but then you had to be careful that you weren't on camera with your child so that was interesting because we realized that we were raising a future lawyer okay 
So. We did a lot of watching of the news. That was a perfect segue into the next topic, which was so, which is uh, social distancing. With uh, I, I kind of want to put a panoramic view on this topic. And when I say panoramic view, I want to look at it from all aspects of how how it affected you, how it affected your career, and how it affects the way that you've moved forward after the so-called pandemic is over. Social distancing, how did it affect you in your career? It affected my entire career. My job is face-to-face. I touch people for a living. I have a job where I get to hold people's hands. They get to slow down and talk to me and share with me and blush with me in a way that's very unique. So it changed everything. The one thing that got me more clients is me being a little OCD about my cleaning and how I did things before the pandemic. So, of course, when we came back after the pandemic, sanitation was just simply a part of my normal cleaning routine but for some people it was a lot more you know space and I always had did that in between clients and I always made sure I spaced my clients accordingly so um it was more so to keep me from getting sick from transferring anything because the last thing you wanted as you were running your business was to get someone sick so we had documents that people had to sign you know it was it was a lot that went involved with just learning how to social distance in a career that you can't really social distance in. So that meant less traffic in. That meant before you came to your appointment, we had to confirm your appointment. Before you got to your appointment, you had to wait. While you were waiting for your appointment, you had to be either text or called to come into your appointment. The appointment went, took place. Everything was sterilized and sanitized. Then after that appointment, we handled everything. We had to go and do everything all over again and exit you out and then prepare for the next client. So it was, um, it was slow going at first. It was not even about making money. It was just about getting back into the routine and how could your routine get you further in this weird world that we were working in on top of not wanting to be the one that got someone sick. Sick. I do um, a lot of different age clients, a lot of different health health um, clients, and so that was the number one thing. This disease did not discriminate. It could affect anyone. So we all just tried our best to be sanitizing and working while we were doing our job and making sure that my my main job was make sure I didn't freak out in front of you because I had got a lot of anxiety just from um, all the different things that had changed in my life. Gave me a lot of anxiety. It makes sense. I I, I can see that because with your, in your industry, uh, bacteria, Mm-hmm. Uh, airborne disease that mm-hmm. that's really relevant and yeah. you're up close and personal so it was like everything that you had studied and learned about in school was actually useful not that it was never useful but you know some of those things you just never thought could happen and so it ended up happening and you had to use those skills and the new tools um, that we had available with the government with the state and with your city to run your business so you can make money to feed your family and they wanted us to get back to um 
normal, which is there's not really a normal, but they wanted us to get get the United States back on. So um, it was a tremendous underhaul, but I think we did a great job, especially for our career, because I had to have um, an um, inspection done during the pandemic. It's kind of interesting and weird. And so what they ended up doing was we're not going to do an inspection. Or when they come in for the inspection, they only did certain things just because we had to keep the city, the city employees, the state employees safe as well. So everything definitely um, changed. Wearing masks, masks, excuse me, gloves, um, sanitizing. The best thing about doing pedicures is that I know where your feet have been. And so I always knew that the feet were always properly sanitized. Getting people to wash their hands was never a problem for me in the salon. But, um, making sure that all your new clients were on board with what you were trying to do because you would get new clients too. You get people that move, that change. So that was a time to cater to new clients that didn't know you. So you you definitely had to be explaining a lot of different things in order to do your job. Okay. All all of that makes sense and it's it and and I I'm glad I was able to experience the way that you navigated through that because it shows your perseverance and how I don't want to get into that now because this is a, a, a huge topic but how you transformed into the things that you're doing today I <laughs> we're gonna definitely get into that but um, yes I, I thanks for sharing that that that's important and I, I think it's good for a lot of people to understand that because they didn't really talk about this in the news they it was kind of they declared you essential or non-essential and that was kind of it it was almost like a blanket statement or a blanket category so thanks for sharing that, that yes that, and thanks just a lot to, for sharing um that. just to share my struggles i had struggles i didn't have it all figured out i struggled i still struggle but one thing about me is i never give up especially when i got my own prize so just taking all the information from the news, from the city, from your state as as things got to change. Even going to the grocery store. I mean, so imagine getting supplies for your business and everything is limited or, you know, everybody needs cleaning supplies. So it was definitely a way to do things and to, and to find things that was um, not my favorite, but I got it done. Yes, yes, indeed. So with that, uh, uh, that once again, you, 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 your name is going to be Segway Tavy because that was perfect. Because I, I was going to dive into that how uh, social distancing played a part and how it affected what we know now as or knew then as normal before the pandemic, going out uh, shopping, doing daily errands mm-hmm. and things of that nature. What what were some of the challenges that you really didn't notice that could possibly spread this disease or or could have a negative effect? What were uh, negative effect? What were some of, One of those main, challenges that uh, uh, that you encountered, and how did you maneuver through that? One of our main challenges was that we live in a rural city. So we had to do a lot just to get the internet. So before the pandemic, in my city where I live at, that I love, we didn't have internet. Not the internet 
couldn't be had. It didn't exist. Meaning the technology to bring certain larger um, companies into our area was not available. So we had actually just got local internet where they had to dig up our yard for three weeks and do all this different stuff because the land is um, not developed for the new digital world that we want to live in. So just even learning how all that worked, what company could we go to? Because, like, we could call a company, go through the whole thing, and they would say, we're sorry, we're not in your area, after we went through the whole deal because we're thinking and they're thinking that it existed. So um, we had already started to learn a lot about that when we moved to a, um, a rural city. So that was a thing was getting apps, which I didn't like to necessarily be on apps, tuning in finding out what was going on, um, like your grocery shopping and your uh, supply shopping. That was something that wasn't a big deal to me, but that became an option. And so I did like that because I didn't have to go into the store and get supplies. I could just pull up, they would put them in and I could be on my way. Um, and it helped, definitely helped with um, social distance. So I definitely picked up a lot more shopping trends and tips and coupons during that time. And also just getting, like, lunches, you know, when the kids were home. We still had to have lunch time. We still had to have breakfast time. We still had to have snack time. We still had to have recess. We still had to read. We still had to do all these things that the school normally would provide. So even just keeping a schedule, waking up at a certain time, eating at a certain time, going to bed at a certain time was something that became very important because if not, the days would just, to me, run into themselves. Um and so even just noticing the things like the, when the seasons would change, when the um, all the things that we would take for granted, we had now had more time to to learn about and to look at and to explore. Because where else did we have to be? We didn't have anywhere to be. And that was the best part to me is that we were all together, but it was also a crazy time because we're all opinionated and we're all creatives, so it gets a little wild. But um, definitely Parrington younger kids when you and then you have an adult daughter and now having two adult daughters and a teenager um it's always changing things are always changing so um definitely taking parenting classes online reading a lot of documents reading a lot of articles about parenting um talking to my friends talking to my family um and we all just shared a lot of stuff we all did a lot of groups together too just to keep each other on track so we all i mean we even had bible study um online so we were very creative okay okay um okay i i i lived through that i i'm kind of i just had a flashback i was speechless for a second that that brought back a lot of memories and Yes, we we did blush through that, <laughs> through this social distance, and I'm glad that uh, we can kind of look and kind of laugh on some of those Absolutely. things now. And uh, the last thing I want to mention. Celebrating during the pandemic, um, the birthdays, the anniversaries, the holidays. Definitely was fun and creative, but also, you know, date night. I mean, being a young, vibrant couple, you want to go on dates, you want to do stuff, but how do you go on a date? when your kids never go anywhere or you're not really wanting to go anywhere or you can't go anywhere. So you definitely got creative with parks and picnics and car dates, being in a car, um, doing all those things that we used to take for granted. We definitely got back to, you know, even making sure we had a clean car because you had to clean your car, remember? 
tried to clean some of everything, which I'm glad that we had some sort of protocol in place. Uh, we had to sharpen up on it, tighten up on it, but uh, to, uh, that's enough of the, <laughs> the personal assessment. So the last topic, which uh, in regard to social distancing goes, is uh, relationships. How did social distancing uh, affect your relationships uh, uh as far as going into the pandemic the relationships that were in place how did social distancing affect them? it affected my relationships in a very positive way um i got like i said previously i got to know people in different ways i got to be included in in people's lives in different ways and that's because i was consistently reaching out and keeping in in touch with people because that helped break up my day and give me something to do and give me ideals and, and inspire me in different ways. So um, definitely we all leaned on each other. So, I mean, the relationships that I had, they grew stronger. You know, making sure I was checking out my parents, my siblings, my children, my spouse, uh, my clients, which were my friends. So um, just all these different things, if anything changed in their life, Again, we had to communicate a lot. Are you still going to be able to come to the appointment? If not, then this was going on. People were getting sick. I mean, there will be times where you could be looking for somebody and they may not be able to reach out because they had gotten sick. So there was times where I had to, you know, travel to get um, COVID tests with people or just or drop people off the hospital or drop off meals or just whatever we could do to support our our team so i would definitely say my relationships got better i got stronger more confident i grew wiser during the time and that's what helped me with branding and that's what helped me step into a whole nother part of my career because one of my careers was changing so much it was causing me a lot of anxiety and i wanted to come from behind the table more so i started um of course with the social media then it went into um doing photo shoots and then turn into you know styling and then that went into I would be doing my digital creating work so now I get to digital consult with people about how they're marketing their product and what they're doing moving forward and how to grasp different people's attention um, I also got to step out into my writing more which led into me get my own column in a local paper you know i'm very excited about that us doing a podcast um it just helped me use my voice so much more and um i want to thank all my friends and family for definitely helping me with every ideal i come up with because sometimes i just have all the ideals and they be right there on board 800 percent. yes indeed yes indeed now uh I'm glad that you mentioned that, and I want to let everyone know and kind of bring this to everyone's attention. Uh, first off, congratulations for your uh, nomination into the semi uh, as a semifinalist yes. for the Kansas City People's Choice Awards. Yes, yes, yes. Thank also, you. Also, congratulations. Best manicure. Yes, best manicure. Don't forget to go vote. Kansas City People's Choice Awards 2023. Octavia Baker, best manicure. Thank y'all. Um, also, stay tuned 
for the column in the standard excelsior spring standard we're going to expand on this blush mode uh we in our mode now we're expanding that the brand is only getting larger also we want to say thank you guys so much for listening uh if you haven't subscribed if you haven't subscribed to the the podcast on whatever platform please do so we got some cool and exciting things coming up where we're going to be interacting we're going to get you guys involved it's about to be a movement everyone's going to get to express and show how they blush that's the movement that's the mode got stay the merch tuned coming. we got the merch coming we doing this for y'all. We doing this for all the people that's out there blushing, that's in your mode. We're going to get to it. Once again, thanks for tuning in. It's been beautiful. Blush on. You can make time blushing with me on social media under Octavia Baker on TikTok and Facebook. I'm also listed at Salon Blush LLC on Snapchat and IG. Take time to blush.